0: Oh, hey, I'm so glad you're here. Welcome to the Efficiency Bitch Podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Leone. This podcast is dedicated to all the women out there who are aspiring to have a career while raising a family. And Bitch? Well, that's more than a name and even an attitude. (laughs) We use it as an acronym it's for Bank, Inbox, Time, Connection, and Harmony. Each episode is labeled according to the correct topic so that you can efficiently find the topic that you're looking for. I'm here to tell you, you can have your cake and eat it too. The trick is finding efficient ways to get through the have-tos so that you can make room for your best life. I can show you how. Let's get started. James, hey, welcome back. How are are
1: you? Good, good. How are you?
0: I'm good. I'm happy to have you on the show again. You are so masterful, in so many of your business ideas. So this is a really cool topic today. It's going to be all about inbox and your final inbox. So James created a product called Prepare My Legacy, and I'm going to let you talk all about it after you introduce yourself. But I think it's a really cool tool. I downloaded it myself, and I'm really looking forward to documenting all this. I think it's really important information for people as they consider putting finishing touches around their will or their power of attorney. Like when you go through some of those processes, they're not complete. So really looking forward to hearing it, but why don't we start with a brief introduction of who you are and where you come from?
1: Yeah. My name is James and I live in Arizona, beautiful Arizona, not too far from Melissa actually. (laughs) And same neighborhood actually. Uh And have three girls, a wonderful wife, love being a dad and a father, a husband and an entrepreneur on the side as well. Always have my hands in something. And this one is different though. Like I, I've had side projects. I've had side hustles. It doesn't feel right to call this either of those things because I'm so passionate. It doesn't even feel like the right word, like called or inspired to do this. And that sounds really like grandiose, but really, I just feel really excited about what I'm working on now and what's got my focus now. And we'll talk about that today, but. That's what I do, always working in, on something, never never content. I got uh, from the yeah. same
0: class in that way. I completely <laughs> can relate. I shiny objects all around,
1: right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so it's much totally. to do,
0: so much to create. James is a creator of our Be Your Own CFO course. So if you've heard me talk about that before, and James has been on the show before as well, too, but really a lot of talent that, that you bring into your home, but also to entrepreneurs and people everywhere. So I'm really grateful for the products and services that you have provided. And James lovely wife is our podcast editor and she's the creator of most of the social media posts, all just a really lot of talent in your household. So I'm really grateful for both of you. And I can't wait to dig in more to this. So let's start with the story. What prompted you to do this? And where did that calling all begin for you?
1: Yeah, July of 2019 is when it also, so this is pre-pandemic, if you can remember what that even looked like. It's hard sometimes. But in July of 2019, my grandpa passed away unexpectedly. He and my grandma were on a vacation up in Utah with family. In fact, he passed away in the basement of. My aunt, their daughter, and super unexpected—he just went to sleep and never woke up, and that kicked off uh, losing someone, a family member, is hard. I guess you could say it's a little less hard when they're older and lived a good long life, but with it being so unexpected,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it just rips the rug out from underneath you. Yeah, I feel bad for anyone that's had to go through that because it's terrible. It affected all of us a lot, obviously, but especially affected my grandma. And after the wake of his passing. We just kind of had to sit back and watch her deal with grieving and mourning like a spouse or family member would, but also having to pick up all the pieces of their lives together. For context, he managed everything in their family. I think she was in charge of maybe grocery shopping and cooking meals and laundry. She calls herself the queen of laundry. So that was it though. And he was all the bills, the insurance, the, the benefits, passwords, their online accounts, utilities for their house. Everything was, he was mainly responsible for in my family. It's actually not too far from that. And I had this hunch that there were a lot of families out there like that, where one spouse specifically handles or manages one thing. Not that my wife and I, for example, we talk every Sunday, we have a meeting where we talk about finances. So we're on the same page, but I am the one that goes and pays the bills, for example, or balances the checkbook, so to speak, or the budget. And so she, my grandma had to, she didn't know how much money they had, where their money was. She didn't know how to get to it. She didn't know what was coming out of their account with bills or things like that. She didn't know where his life insurance was. There ended up actually being a credit card benefit as well that had end of life benefits through their credit card. Luckily, my mom found that. But if no one would have found that, that there's missed. And it's not just all about the money and trying to get as much money as you can in these situations. It's not Mm -hmm. just about that. It's about removing the stress, the worry from when you're supposed to be focused on grieving and mourning. And so yeah. having you just watching my grandma go through all that, I said, I don't want if something were to happen to me, I don't want to put my wife in that position.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so I created, I just opened up a Google Doc and I started typing like bank accounts, passwords, life insurance, my work, our income, our budget, our net worth, medical history documents that I'd saved, things like that. And I just started filling out all of that information and called it a legacy book. The idea was that if I pass away, You know my wife can just open up this book and know exactly where everything's at and how to run the family as far as the things that I'm primarily responsible for. And just had this vision of how different that would have been for my grandma to to still have to mourn and go through all that, but to open up this book, just feel so loved, grateful that the the spouse would have taken the time to put that together. And that's what drove me to create this. So I first just created it for myself took me about 18 months to do. It went very slowly. Each Sunday, I had a task that would prompt me to fill out just one section instead of trying to do it all at once. So I document my process around how we manage our passwords. We use a password manager where it keeps it all updated there. The next week, I talk about our life insurance benefits and what the policy number is and who the beneficiaries are, that kind of thing. Ended up with this big document. And then I, I didn't, sorry, I'm talking so long, but I didn't expect, I thought the benefit of that would be when, when I die, if something happens, Janelle will feel really good and really grateful that, that I'd put all this together for her. I didn't expect for me now, still alive to feel as good as I do. It's like buying life insurance or any of those activities, writing your will, things like that. It's It just feels so... Peaceful and comforting to know that if something happens, I'm taken care of. So there, there was a benefit that I felt after having that done when I gave it to her for Christmas one year. It was the December 2020, I think, is when I officially finished it, and uh, and that's when I said, okay, this is that I want my family to use this. I want, and that's how it started. I wanted my family to try it, to test it out, and to have those things in place too. There it grew, and now it's a template that you can get yourself, and I'm hoping to bless and help a lot of families. Um, so that when those do when those situations do occur, they're prepared. That's what it's about. So
0: it's awesome. Yeah,
1: it's been fun. I'm excited.
0: I I I share a lot of like aha moments while you're talking. I had our trust, our will, our power of attorney all kind of buttoned up in June of 2020. And it was a huge relief for me because with small kids, there's all these HIPAA rules. You don't know who can talk to whom about what and all the things. And you want to make sure that your voice is heard if you are unable to speak for yourself. So that feeling is, I I completely understand what feeling you're describing there and knowing that, but you're absolutely right. And there's a lot of things in our lives, in our household that go through me. Um, just because I am one of those people who does everything. I like to keep myself busy. So I can absolutely imagine that if something was to happen to me unexpectedly, my husband would be like, where did she keep that? Where?" And not that they couldn't, it just is a lot harder, right? It just takes more time during an incredibly difficult emotional time already. So just to kind of have it all buttoned up in one place. I love it. What's what frequency do you revisit it and update it? Like you said, you keep all your passwords in a password kind of keeper. So essentially, you're just putting your password to that inside this document, right? It's not like you have to go exactly. back and update your password to the bank every time you change it. Yeah,
1: the template teaches people that methodology because it's new for a lot of people. While we're on the topic, you should have a different, unique, incredibly hard to crack password for each online account. The average family has 150 online accounts and that's 150 opportunities for your information to be stolen or accessed, right? So a password manager helps with that. It creates very complex passwords for you. The only one you have to remember is the main master password, right? To get into your password manager. And so that's what I recommend to people through this is to set that up and share that with the appropriate people. And then in your legacy book is where you document the master password to access to to, to your frequency question, Once you've completed your legacy book, I filled it out digitally first on the computer, and then I printed out a paper copy and it's in a binder here in my filing cabinet. So there's a digital copy and a physical copy that should be in sync as much as possible. And the digital, I'm sorry, the paper copy, you should tell people in your family, especially the ones that would need to know where that is, right? And it shouldn't be locked in a safe or somewhere hard to find. It should be in a place that you feel like it's safe, right? You don't want it like laying out in the open if someone comes over and sees all your passwords, but somewhere safe. And then I every six months, I go through and I update the whole digital copy. and I reprint it and re-put it in the binder. So I take the old one out, destroy it, and then put the new one in the binder. So every six months seems to be a, a good frequency. I, there's a note that I have in my legacy book that says, if you're using the paper version of this, there's a chance that the digital one might be more up-to-date with instructions on how to find that. Just because I update that one more more frequently. Mm-hmm. If I, I just changed jobs, for example, and I went in and switched out my old employer, put my new employer in, that kind of thing, I haven't. that's not in the physical book yet. But that's the frequency that I feel like works best for most people. It's not too overwhelming, but it's also frequent enough that it captures changes yeah. as they happen.
0: Yeah. And I'm the kind of person that would say, then go put a trace reminder in your calendar on January 1st and June 1st to do that. Because if it's not in my calendar, it doesn't get done. It does not exist. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's exactly right.
0: I have to have a reminder for everything in my life. So
1: <laughs> Same. Same, yeah. my, Part my of managing your inbox though,
0: right? Yeah. Your inbox isn't organized and structured. Your outbox is going to be just as messy. I like that, yeah. So got to have some good organization to it. And so what's the feedback been, James? The people who are using it, your family members, I know you've been selling this for some time now. Like, what are people saying back to you about this?
1: Well, there's been a mix, and obviously it's positive. The idea is that the sentiment is that, yes, this is amazing. I love this. I want to do this. The product's new enough that I haven't heard of it being finished yet by anyone. But like I said, it took me 18 months. I expect it takes at least six months for people to fully put this together. Because I mean, think about it. If you don't have a will, you have to write a will to put in this. You have to get that notarized. You have to. One of the things is you need to build a net worth statement in your wheelhouse. If if you don't know how to do that, you got to go get help to do that. It's more complicated if you have a business. So it it takes some time to put together. But the feedback is it feels good to be working on these things. At the time that I launched, I actually was delayed in launching this for two weeks because another example, my, my wife's brother was in an accident, a bicycling accident, and he passed away. Yeah, super young too,
0: right? Out of the blue again, another really shocking situation. Yeah,
1: thirty-eight years old, and he was single. And so, before that happened, I would have thought, "Oh, someone like that doesn't need this because they they don't have a family." Like, I I don't know. It just seemed like it was not as important for something like this. But I'll tell you, after having now, I now I just watched my mother-in-law have to do everything that my grandma did. Yeah. And it's still just as complicated and it's still yeah. just as stressful and awful to worry about those things while you're trying to mourn. Anyway, but we launched the, the feedback's been great. I will say that there have been, and this is something I think I need to work on. There, there has been some feedback like, well, I already have a will or I already have a healthcare directive, an advanced healthcare directive or a last power of attorney. You mentioned. And so I think I need to refine the messaging a bit because really it's Bill, creating a legacy book, which is the template that, that I have is a place to put those documents. So if right. it's, it's not those documents, it's a place to put them all in one spot. But I think I need to work on that a little bit more. People i have just gotten a, a little bit of feedback, like, oh, I'm good. I have this, yeah. this already.
0: Yeah, that was certainly my first thought. was like, oh, I have I have those documents. Because that's what we're taught, though, James. So yeah. it's not that... I think people just have never heard of a concept where you bring it all together. So when you hear put together... My life stuff so that if I pass, when I pass, not if, because we all will, when I pass, yeah. everybody has everything together. And so we just automatically register a will. That's what that means, right? Like final wishes equals will, but you don't think about all the rest of it that is really quite complicated. And there's so many components to it. it, it <laughs> it's really a lot, right? Yeah. And then I own a business. And so what happens to my business if something happens to me. And then what happens to my podcast? And then what happens? To, sometimes it's things outside of money or passwords. Sometimes it's things that just exist solely because you do. And then how do you turn them off? How do you, do you make them stop? So I think it's incredibly forward thinking of you to put something nice to, like this together. I'm sorry that it went it came out of such a sad time, but often that's how genius things come up is in the time of me. In fact, most of the time, that's how okay. things come up. So I really hope that we can continue to get the word out there about this amazing product. Can you share with everyone where they can find it, how they can, how they can get a copy of it?
1: Yeah, pretty simple. Just preparemylegacy.com is where you access everything. It's a digital template through Google Drive, or you can download a Word doc version as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's completely safe and secure. I won't see any. And once you download the, your template, I won't see anything. there. That was another question I got is, can I trust Google with this information? Okay. Yes, it's safe. You can access everything from there and you can, can sign up to download your copy there on the website.
0: Yeah. And you can put it in your Google Drive, but you can download it to your desktop. So it's not like on the internet, right? It's just yeah. on your computer and... And there it is. Awesome. It was great to have you again. I'm so glad you came back. And thanks for sharing this really cool product with us. I
1: appreciate it. Thanks for having me.
0: Well, that wraps it up. Thank you so much for listening. If you're new around here, please be sure to leave us a review on any podcast platform you're listening to. And you can always reach out to me to let me know what topics you're interested in hearing about, or maybe telling me someone you think would be great for the show. Either way, I'd love to hear from you. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Efficiency bee. Until next time, see ya!